podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com slash sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. My name is Emil Franchi and this is Extra Time. We're going to keep it as it is. I think it's the easiest thing to do before we add any more titles to the discussion. Uh, and, and yeah, we're going to have a quick glance at Newcastle United through the week to join the 80 million other podcasts that seem to be popping up doing the exact same thing <laughs> as the other one. Uh, this is the last seven days as a Newcastle United fan. Top line of it, it's been an absolute shambles uh but then again what's new uh, i'm joined today by uh shell of course hi. hi besties here hello and we've got matty as well who also did a bit of extra time thanks for joining us again today matty hello guys all right yeah matty what's what's your general mood because we obviously meet me shell and bestie are in a whatsapp together and um <laughs> we know exactly how we feel but what, what's your general consensus at the minute I'd probably just go for copy and paste, to be honest. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I think like uh, we was discussing previously, um, things start off quite well at the start of the week. You know, as much as we've got holes in our squad, we've uh, you know we've had a good pre-season result, if you can call it that. Andy Carroll's <laughs> got score sheet, but then one striker injury has seemed to set the ball in motion for terror in pre-season, and mm. uh, yeah, we find ourselves you know yeah, looking for strikers with our top player and Dubravka missing for the next six or seven weeks and the season just upon us in two weeks time so yeah 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 well you've covered everything there guys so I think we're doing <laughs> so two bye. weeks there we were. <laughs> a, nice, a nice little quick glance at the week there from from Matty Shaw well, thank you very much um but yeah we, we will get a bit more in depth as a child broken into the studio there in the best household <laughs> um, yeah it's matty, it's matty longstaff breaking in there just uh, asking where his dinner is but um yeah it, it started off um a week ago um I'm on with, with oh hello um alfie's going mad i've got to go and give him some great water i'll be two ticks all right okay you do what you need to do Right, there we go. Bestie straight out there. Well, well, funny enough, we were just saying about the last seven days, the, the Premier League have uh, answered a few questions. The, the Always Smiling Faces podcast did kind of cover that. But um, there was another thing going on with uh, the, the Bella Nova group, or whatever they're called, uh, Photoshop specialists. Um, there was a lot of things being debunked with them. Uh, Shell, from, from the start, did you, did you at all believe them? Um, it's difficult, isn't it? Because everybody's now an expert. Uh, I didn't actually look too much into into the group, and I think that probably says how I felt that that was all <laughs> no, going to work out. Yeah, no thread, um, no party, basically, with, with you, Shell. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it's, it's very difficult because I feel like we did get excited thinking that a takeover was going to happen. Mm. And yet again, we've been disappointed. So from my perspective, I think let's, you know, wait until we see something more solid before we get our hopes up again. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't, get, I didn't see any of the um, photoshops, but... Any good? 
Well, up there, they're up there with uh, with with the standard of joke tweets, to be honest. But um, yeah, Barack Obama will not be signing for Newcastle United. Um, if anyone was getting the hopes up about that, it, it was just weird, wasn't it, Matty? I mean, did did you have any high hopes about this, or was it just kind of a, a final nail in a very very bleak takeover saga? Um, for me, it's always been the same. I mean, even with the the excitement of the the last takeover that's failed, you know, you try your best not to keep your hopes up to any sort of standard because you just know that you know, <laughs> hope is the killer when it comes to being a new as United supporter. Um, not I was Craig, just, by the way. Not Craig. Yeah, not Craig Hope. Who's that? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it was just a case of you know this this comes along, and I think as soon as and, and this isn't a pop at the guy, but as soon as Michael Shopra started making his noises, I just thought, you know, this can't be the case. This can't be the case. Um, what and, noises and, does Michael Chopra make exactly? I don't know. It's about getting can, like a clinking of getting cans out the bin. You get to is it, is it a little clink, is it? I was sort of like a high-pitched screech just for the for the yeah. years since he's retired, basically. A bit like, Marley, like, like Marley's, Marley's ghost coming into Scrooge's room. And Mar- the screams and there's clinks of chains, but they're cans, they're bags of cans you're getting out yeah. the bin. Bags of cans dragging along behind him that he's yeah. put in his bin. For some strange reason, putting cans in the bin. I mean, just drink them first, please. Yes. Um, but, well. but, yeah, uh, I mean, there's other groups been mentioned. I know Richard Scudamore is apparently uh, involved in something and Newcastle fans, as they do, started begging for that one to happen. Um, but I think that one of the, one of the purest moments of, of the last few days has been Steve Bruce sat in his chair having a laugh about uh, how he was possibly going to be replaced by Pochettino overnight. So, uh, Shell, do you think that we kind of just have to look back and laugh now? Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating because it, I still feel like we've been robbed of a proper explanation of everything that went on. So that does make it difficult to just move on. And it does make it difficult in the sense that we can see it now playing out as we all knew it would if we kept Mike Ashley in terms of the transfer window, the lack of activity and the lack of excitement for us again. And so I do think it's quite frustrating. Um, I think we all did a pretty good job of getting behind Steve Reese last season. Um, and uh, you know what? I don't think that, you know, it says a lot about our team, but I don't think that he's the biggest problem um, mm, going yeah. forwards. And I think, you know what, you know, fair to him, like he was as a laugh and a joke. I can't remember one of the Man City players. I'm sure that he was like, you coming to Bruyne, our team? De Bruyne, yeah, of course. He signed him up. That, that, that deal is still yet to materialise with <laughs> De Bruyne, but we, we, we will watch this space. Fingers crossed. You're right, though. What else can you do? I know, yeah. exactly. And um, I think that I'm seeing a lot of tweets at the minute now where there's the odd pop at Bruce not wanting to bring a strike in. And it's like, I don't think he's actually going to be able to get anything. And and we've seen the likes of Benitez try and knock down the door at Ashley uh, to get something done. And, and even then, the most passionate of managers at Newcastle United can't make him budge. And... We're staring down the barrel at the moment as Newcastle fans, and and that that brings me quite nicely to Bestie. Is, is Archie okay? Is he, is he all right? Alfie's he's got Alfie, a bit of sorry, a, um... Alfie, not Archie. Sorry, <laughs> you think he's got a bit of an upset? Tommy's screaming oh, there, bless him. Yeah. Well, 
aren't we all? We're, we're, we're all gutted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard about the striker it's, situation. It, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's another bad moment. Another bad moment. Yeah, all that talk of Photoshop, and he was like, "Oh God, Barack Obama again." Uh, well, well, there was one takeover saga, but there was another saga that was going on this summer, which was the Matty Longstaff situation. He's put pen to paper. Um, mysteriously, a two-year deal, um, but I, I think that's nothing to be phased by. Bestie, do you reckon that this is quite a, a boost that we needed at the start of the week, but we, we kind of need another one by now already? Yeah, it, I mean, it dragged on and dragged on. I mean, really, from before football came back, before Project Restart, didn't it? It kind of went mm. on for ages. And, um, I mean, I'm... Maybe I wouldn't say less enamoured by the Longstaff because I think I think they're okay players, but I I don't think it's the good news that we need. Mm, yeah, no. that, that, um, I mean, obviously the good news that we need would be getting rid of Ashley, etc., etc. Yeah. But um, yeah, when we give Matty Longstaff a new deal and then sign Jeff Hendrick, you think, well, how far down the pecking order is he? Mm, yeah, no, exactly. It, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, you say there about the news we needed. I don't know what we need, but I guess it's like asking for a bike for Christmas and getting a toy one. Um, it's just it just doesn't add up, really. But um, we were just talking about Steve Bruce there before he came back, Bestie. But Matty, do you yeah. think that what what sort what did make him stay, Matty? What 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 made him what what caused him to cave if that was the case that he was holding out? Um, well, only he knows the answer to that. I mean, there was loads of noises about you know moves to Udinese uh, that formulating a move to Watford and there was there was interest in other places but at the end of the day maybe he's just you know he wants to stay at the club that's given him his chance this season if you can call it a chance you know he's, he's, he's had some good games um, but I think like you say a two year contract sort of gives him that leeway of you know if things don't work out this season he can go elsewhere whether there was there was noises about him perhaps going on loan. I mean, like you said, we're stacked in midfield now. We've got six midfielders. Is that right? Shelby Hayden, the two long staffs, Hendrick, so five. But um it's Henry Survey, of, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Survey. Well I've actually yeah, I was gonna come on to him because he did play against Crew. But yeah, um, well, he's been found in this in this in this madness, yeah. but it's but one yeah, of the things but Matt, he's just, you know, where does he fit in? I mean, I, I think mm. I said last time we were on here about him, about him staying, about how, you know, if we really care about him staying, then why aren't we playing him if he's that good? Um, yeah. so again, two-year deal gives him the leeway. Um, we'll see what happens this this season, really. Which long staff do you think's better, Matty? Oh, that, well, that wasn't me answering the question, by the way. That was just yeah. answering the <laughs> I, I, I'm not too sure. Um, I mean, Sean, when he first came in under Rafa, I was thinking, who have we got here? He, he looked like Michael Carrick. You know, he looked great. He he, he had some forms where he dominated midfield. I'm not saying it was against great teams, but I remember his, his, his games against Huddersfield, his goal against Burnley at home. Um, he looked great until he got that injury, and that just seemed to shake him the loads. And then yeah. he came back into a team where... You know, Steve Bruce is the manager, and this isn't this isn't a pop of Steve Bruce, but things have changed, obviously, and I don't know if that shook him even further. And then Matty's came in, and you know, he scores that goal against Man United, and all eyes are on him all of a sudden. So it's like the focus has shifted. I just hope that Sean can replicate, you know, some of his performance later in the season, the season gone, because that one against Bournemouth was quite good. I yeah, remember yeah. very well then. And so we'll see what happens. But then he got another injury, so it's it's. I know. I know. Keep, it's, 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 so basically, I'm not answering the question. <laughs> I'm going to sit right on the long stuff. Politician style that you did there. You gave us yeah. everything else that I needed except yeah. the answer. Yeah. But, um, Shell, do you think it's quite important that we're holding on to youth like Matty Longstaff? That, that uh, you know, we mentioned the, Ma the Manchester United goal, uh, goals, if you want to look at both of them, but we need those memories. Is it good to have him in there? 
Well, it's good in a sense, but it's just so Newcastle United, the way it all came about. You know, like we were made to wait for ages and I almost feel like we're now been made to feel grateful that we like hung on to him. And and I just think, you know, as as you guys have said, you know, he's it's not, you know, a yeah, he's he's good. He's shown some signs of being an exciting player. And yeah, of course I'm glad that we're keeping on to young talent. We don't keep enough of it and we don't bring enough through. So, you know, it's great that we've got we've got him. But it's it's just the whole way that it came about for me it just made me think, bloody hell, this is so Newcastle. We can't even have we can't even enjoy keeping some of our own players. And you do wonder about his motivation now that he's on a two year contract. You know, he's gonna be thinking you know, what's coming and maybe that'll work for us because maybe he'll be like, look at me and put in some good performances, but it's very short term again. And it's the same when we buy a decent player, two seasons, and then Mike Ashley's got profit in his eyes and we're selling them on again. So I just feel like it's all very short term and we're, you know, I don't want to be mega negative, but we're being made to feel grateful that bloody Matty Longstaff signed a couple of years, you know, it's hardly... You know the big news of the bloody window, is it? <laughs> it was. It was quite a telling sign that Newcastle put the FIFA, sorry, fantasy uh, prices up, and, and it was Jeff Hendrick and Matty Longstaff. It was like Matty Longstaff was at the club still like five months ago. I don't know why he's been treated like new player, even by the Twitter account. But who's, um, pick, who's picking him, by the way? Space on my bench for Matty Longstaff. Yeah, when, when we play Man means. United, maybe when we play Man United, we'll yeah, stick him in. He loves yeah. to score against uh, the Devils. Um, it, it is nice that we're talking about my long stuff with it with a child in the background it just it, it's almost poetic bestie <laughs> that you're providing that service um but i don't I, look right I, I know that a lot of people are reading into things at the minute but um shell did say there's a sign of mighty long stuff being a good player we are not qatari funded just in case anyone is um is wondering about gallagher shots there um anyway on to the next thing um isaac hayden has got a new agent is this a bit of a worrying thing bestie do you think this might be the final final time that we see him move on but it could well be. I mean, Hayden's a player I've liked since we, since we signed him. I, I didn't really know anything about him when, when he came from Hull, wasn't it, in the Championship season. And he's, um, I, I've liked him all the way through. And agents tend to like to make their mark, don't they? they? You know, they kind of make the money for themselves and for their clients. And um, I mean, it, could he be uh, hoping to negotiate a new contract with Newcastle, maybe? Because that's obviously part of the agent's job as well. You never know. But yeah, it's, um, it, it, could be a sign of things happening, especially with Matty Longstaff um, dominating world headlines by setting that contract. And <laughs> certainly and, back um, in Italy and Udinese, they'll be gutted on the streets. They'll be throwing the darts at his image now that he turned them down. They'll be doing all got all kinds. I'm, I'm kind yeah, of yeah. burning. I'm not too sure what, um, what what the custom Udinese is. <laughs> But, um, sure, where is? I'm not too sure. <laughs> That's yeah, another conversation. But, but yeah, very possibly, very possibly. As Matty said, they were kind of pretty well stacked in centre mid at the minute. So could Isaac be the one? I kind of hope not. Because like I say, I do like him. I think yeah, he's not going to be a player whoever wins the Premier League as a starting centre midfielder. But he's certainly good enough in Newcastle. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I would be good to see him go. Shell, Shell, not so much on the back of our awards. Uh, <laughs> oh God, sorry, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you'll have to go. You'll have to go back and watch for that one if you want to. If you want to understand the reason behind that, because if, if Shell speaks about Isaac Hayden, she will combust. Um, but we, we've been talking there about uh, being stacked in central midfield. We saw the arrival of uh, Jordy Jesus, Jeff Hendrick, <laughs> uh, signing on a free transfer. Yeah. 
groundbreaking in the same week that Messi has told Barcelona that he's leaving. Um, is this a, a good signing for you, Matty, or is it just what we've come to expect? Or, or do you have to kind of separate the two from each other and say, yes, good signing, and, and this is just the, the, the norm now? Yeah, I agree with what you've just said there at the end. There. I think it's a transfer that can be seen in a couple of lights. Uh, personally, for me, I think it's, it's a good sign. You know, he's a, he's a player who's, you know, a lot of Premier League experience. <laughs> Uh, he's a tidy footballer. I remember him playing against us a few years back when we first got up to the Premier League in a drab game down at Turf Moor, but he ended up going on to score the winner. And every- Shopping these days can be underwhelming, but at QVC, we believe those who love to shop deserve a living, breathing way to shop, where product descriptions are alive with demos by creators, chats with inventors, and hosts who know the most. From self-care and kitchenware to fashion trends and forever faves, at QVC, we bring life to products and products to life. Shop qvc.com podcast and use code QVC15podcast for $15 off $30 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life. Since then, I thought he was a pretty tidy player. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mick McCarthy came out and called him a, I think it was a quote of a brilliant lad and a proper bloke, which he can take to the bank. Lovely, um, lovely quotes from McCarthy there. But, yeah. uh, but he also, you know, he echoes, you know, the things, you know, a lot of people think about him. You know, like he's a versatile centre midfielder, can play out wide if he has to. A tall lad as well. He's six one, six two, so he can defend well at set pieces. So you'd like to think that if Hayden stayed, he'd be chopping and changing with him. If he's starting, Hayden will come in and vice versa. But I do get the flip side of the coin in the terms of you know we saw on the horizon with this takeover, you know the promise of funds and the promise of new signings, and they've ended up being cruel mirages, like the first, not for the first time. And I think there's a lot of new Arsenal fans out there who still have that hope of that and they still have that measuring stick of being linked with top players. And in comes Jeff Hendrick from Burnley on a free. Now, you, it's apples and oranges. And if you, if you contrast those things, you're not going to like Jeff Hendrick. But I think if you just separate the two, he's a solid sign. And with two weeks from the season, and I'd much rather have a player like Jeff Hendrick through the door than nothing, absolutely nothing at all. So you know, he is symptomatic of the Ashley era on, on a whole, you know, free certain age, Premier League experience and probably on lower wages than normal players, but on the whole it's a, it's a good signing, but it doesn't cover the fact that there's massive holes in our squad still that need to be made Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I, I kind of, I, I sit on the thing of with, with Newcastle signings at the minute, it's like, yeah, we've got Jeff Hendrick, but what are people actually expecting us to do when we are so used to it? I don't know why people get so angry saying, why are people happy with Hendrick? This is this is what's become of the club. And it's like, yeah, but you have to look forward at some point. And, you, and, and much like the takeover, when it, when it collapsed, it was like, we have to move from here and we have to work with what we are dealing yeah, with. I mean, um, for, for you, Shelley, are you impressed by, by Jeff? I don't know about impressed... Um, it takes quite a lot to impress me. Um, I feel like, do you know what? I feel like he looks like he's really good at holding the ball up, and we've just given possession away so cheaply. And I, I think there's very limited players in our squad that are good at doing that. I feel like Shelby. I don't panic when he's got the ball because I feel like he's going to hold on to it and pick out a good pass. And I think that he'll be quite good for that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, who's going to score all the goals though? <laughs> well, all the defenders. Andy. The defenders. Yeah, <laughs> Dubravka's only got a heel injury. He can use the front of it, can't he? <laughs> he should be fine, shouldn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Jeff Hendrick become a cult hero of Newcastle, much like Hayden. Um, Bestie, is there anyone in your mind who you could compare Hendrick to from, from yesteryear, just to keep the, the 90s fans on board who are oh, really 
hating the club right now. God, there's a curveball and a half. Um, <laughs> I was just astonished. Bit of Rob Lee, perhaps? Oh, too many goals for Rob Lee. Maybe, probably too many. I don't know. Too much hair for Rob Lee. Rob Lee. Too too much hair for Rob Lee. <laughs> Darren Peacock slash Rob Lee. A bit, of, a Gav, bit of Gavin. <laughs> bit of Gavin in there. Yeah. Coffee table's involved there, Matty, was it? Darren Peacock <laughs> slash non Rob Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, a player I could compare him to. I don't really know. I mean, I, he's a player who kind of I, I looked up this afternoon and think, no, he. I, 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 wouldn't, I can see him in a Stoke City shirt for some reason. Yes. Oh, my word. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Charlie Adam, okay. what are you trying to say? <laughs> Much better look than Charlie Adam, though. Oh, he's, he's Gary, a great looking lad. Great. Yeah, Gary, Taylor, got... Gary, Taylor, Gary Taylor Fletcher in a wig. Yeah, well, there we go. Then we, you know, we, we've sussed it. We, we've actually got Gary Taylor Fletcher as side for Newcastle United, and that that Photoshop worked wonders. Um, <laughs> just, just, just for anyone who was worried, I believe that there was a lot of fill flash on that. Um, Serena Taylor did come out and mention that. So um, all of this talk that uh, I mean, I don't know if anyone saw, but Alan San Maximan retweeted the picture of Jeff Hendrick <laughs> and said. Uh, something about Photoshop using the Spider-Man image. It was deleted within two minutes, and he comes back on and says, "How's it going?" Um, <laughs> and and then we got the iconic moment. I think best to you saw it of uh, oh, Peter asking cool. Alan San Maximan, "Alan, can we be friends?" Alan San Maximan replies, "No, Peter, sorry." Um, he's got he's got he's got a stunning way of tweeting, and and I love it. Amazon Prime certainly love it. If they could come in and buy us with the, the richest man in the world now, so uh, we'll see. But um, you know, in, in devastating news, Kel Watts has been loaned out to Plymouth, man. No. Just 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 give it a moment. Um, Matty, did you like what you saw from Kel Watts in the, in what, the match he played against Liverpool? <laughs> that debut. Um, yeah, do, you think, do you think this is good for him? I mean, he's he's going to go and save on Sunderland. Amazing. No, of course, no, of course. Agent Kel. It's a good good thing for Kel Watts, definitely. Um, you know, Plymouth, for, for like you know, down there, a big club. You know, I remember us playing them in the Championship under Chris yeah. Hewton. Um, great, and, great ground to go to, by the way. They uh, played our tunes when we got promoted. I think I've got a lot of time for Plymouth. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully he can do well there. I mean, at the end of the day, he's, he's well thought of to be in the first team picture, even though it was because of a, an injury um, um, pandemic, not to use that word loosely. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he obviously is well thought of. So first team experience is all we can hope for for a player like that. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see him go out, personally. Um, there's other players that we, we, we're going to talk about in a second that have appeared. Dan Barlaser, I think that's how you say it. Um, Barlaser, I've heard. Barlaser, we're going to be like the back to the Lachelles, Lascelles, Lascelles yeah. argument, aren't we? And the James Tavernier um, and stuff like that. But but yeah, let, let's get on to the, the big match of the week. Newcastle United 3, Crew Alexandra nil. Andy Carroll with the sexiest goal I have ever seen. Shell. Are you looking forward to him to bagging 30 goals this season like that? Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait. What a good lad. And we were both very happy about it on the, the old WhatsApp group. Yeah, first one's in there. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, dare I say, the floodgates probably aren't going to open for Carroll, given that it was against Crew Alexandra. But, I mean, from the video, it was a cracking bit of skill, wasn't it? Yeah, as long as you looked around, the fact that it was just so silent with nobody there and just all a bit Sunday league. Um, yeah, good bit of skill. Yeah, yeah, bestie. I know that the um, the the preseason jog's been brought up on, but uh, as a man who knows about his celebrations, um, if if you were to score a goal in preseason, would you would you liven it up a bit? Would you try getting a different thing in there? You've got to, I think. I mean, it's got to be a bit of a proven ground, hasn't it? It's not just a friendly <laughs> where the players kind of gain match fitness, it's celebration fitness as well. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, get the arms <laughs> worked. 
I mean, Andy, when he was here first time round, he had the thing where he'd kind of get the arms out and run towards a corner. And I'm, I'm desperate to see that again. And yet, yesterday would have been the crew game would have been perfect. Mm, I mean, yeah. that, that wingspan he would have taken four or five blokes out. <laughs> it would have majestic. I loved it. I'm I'm all for an intense rivalry with the real women. I mean, it's just it's what football's crying out for. That it'll, it'll be like Newcastle Crew and and the Brighton Crystal Palace of of rivalries that will never be explained, but Andy Carroll sparked a few of their players that I don't know the names of. Um, Christian Atsu got a goal, as did Federico Fernandez. but the the only thing that we sadly took from this, apart from the three points, of course, um, were, were, was Gail getting injured. Um, Matty, I mean, this, this has been the, the thing that's probably set the fan base off more than anything since the takeover, wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I mean, Couple it with the fact that we were crying out for strikers anyway before it happened, um, you know, and I don't think it can be seen as much as a surprise, really. I mean, Dwight Gale, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, got injured in pre-season last season, uh, stopped him from playing at the start of uh, of the previous season, and yeah, he came into good form at the end of last season. And Steve Bruce had some great words to say about him, and rightly so because he did score a lot of well, what was it, four or five goals, which is which is great. But he was the king it, of restart. He was the, he was the king yeah. of restart, and, and you know yeah. I think that it made us realise after a season of, of Joel Linton or a half a season if you want to look at it that way that we do have a goal scorer there but it, it, again it goes back to the argument that, that has been made many times that he is a, a great championship not quite good enough Premier League player, the, 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 the Darren the, Huckabee zone as people call it yeah, Huckabee zone like, yeah, like to be yeah, in so there, that, yeah. well, I like to call them purgatory players you know they're, they're not good they're too good for the championship not good enough for the Premier League but I mean he did play well and for me when you you play him up front instead of Joe Linton, it looks like you're playing with a centre forward because he's playing with his face to goal most of the time. However, he just doesn't have the quality in certain areas to back it up. And that's why I've been screaming out for a proven striker. Uh, but then Steve Bruce was quoted as saying, you know, I'm not going to sign some someone who isn't as good as what we've already got. I'm sure if a fan was there with him when he said that, they'd have shown him the facts and figures that, you know, it doesn't take much to get something better than we've already got. And yeah. then the next day, Gail goes and injures himself. So now we don't just need something better than what we've got. We just need someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can anyone go and do a job, please? We'll, yeah. get, we'll get someone from the, the backroom staff just to run up front and do something yeah. and see what happens. Uh, Gail did set up Atsu, but um, like you say, we, we are short of options now. Andy Carroll is apparently leading the line. Joe Linton is a, a, a currently in quarantine, from what I gather, or his missus is pregnant. Um, there'll probably be another story coming out that he wants to buy the club uh, with his price tag shortly, so who knows what next. But uh, there's been a lot of players that we've been linked with this week. Um, we've had Maitland-Niles in there. We've had Herving Lozano, Shane Duffy. Um, the, the the name that were apparently favourites to sign is the one that I know nothing about, Giannoulis, uh, Dimitris Giannoulis. Omar Colley's in there, Todd Cantwell. The best one for me this week, apart from Troy Deeney, which we'll, we'll get on to, was uh, Gonzalo Higuain. Uh, Shell, yeah. any, any, any of those names jumping out to you and thinking, yeah, we'll have them all? I feel like I've heard of Todd Cantwell and I haven't heard of any Norwich, of the others. Um, Norwich Cantwell, Todd Cantwell, but uh, yeah, he's the one with like the surfer hair. The Backstreet Boy hair. The Backstreet Boy hair. Yeah. Backstreet Boy Well, no. Boy band. No, okay. Well, there we go then. So, (laughs) either way, you'd be happy to see any of them come through the door, quite frankly, wouldn't you? Because it's just, it's, I mean, Higuain's the only one there. I mean, Bestie, you've got a bit of a look at Higuain yourself. Um, (laughs) Did you you believe that one for a second? um, I think you've got more chance of me signing, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Gonzalo Higuain. 
I, I did enjoy a thing I saw on Twitter where it was, it was kind of, the story was leaked and it was kind of, the Kaibush was put on it in the same tweet. Yes. Yes, like, I saw that. He, I did see something about the, the Italian translation. It said, "Didn't they did not warm his heart about Newcastle's interest?" <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, Christ, does it warm anyone's heart that Newcastle United are linked with you? Go to this place, you know that they've got amazing, amazing uh, 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 seats. Maybe um, Troy Deeney's Troy Deeney is one that's come up just today. Um, I mean, I, I feel to see him leaving Watford, but uh, Matty, would Deeney be a, a good fit for us, or would you prefer to see us go for? Wilson or King from the the other relegated side. I mean, I'd rather go for Wilson or King because they're just. Yeah. I mean, I think anyone would agree whether you're a Newcastle player or not, they're just better players in better times in their career. Uh, mm. Troy Deeney, um, uh, I like the guy. You know, he's, he's, he comes across as quite a, a good character. Not to plug a podcast on another podcast, but he was on Louis Theroux's before and he came across really good. Our biggest you know, rival there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm an absolute sleeper agent. Um, <laughs> but he, but he, he, he would scream of just sorry. Hang on, Did, uh, Troy Deeney was on Louis Theroux's podcast. Yeah, man, listen yeah. to it. It's quality. brilliant. It's really good. He's and a good lad. Founded with Louis Theroux was the lockdown podcast. But anyway, um, yeah, I think, yeah sorry. In, I think if we brought in Troy Deeney, it just smacks of another hold up guy. Look, I mean, he's, he's he's done well in the Premier League for Watford, um, but he's took a lot of penalties, and you know, he's held the ball up a lot for better players around him. Um, I think he's come at the end of his career, so he probably, with his love for the club, would rather stay at Watford, I would think. I mean, I know he's probably on a lot of money, so they might be wanting to ship him. I'm not too sure about the situation at Watford. But yeah, to answer your question, I'd much rather go for a Wilson or a King, but where the hell do you get the money from to buy a player like that when you are in the situation they're in? Yeah, well, the, the way I kind of see it, I'm thinking like maybe we can get like a, a rund on loaning. And I know yeah. that might mean that we only get it from a season, but the 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 um the love for Rondon is still very much strong and he was only there on a, a loan from a then relegated side, which which kind of says, right, well maybe it's gonna be hit or miss. Same happened with Loic Remy. You know, we, we sometimes get a diamond, sometimes we get Islam Slamani. Um but, Oh God. Uh, yeah, a, from the you know you know his name, Shell, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Never Luke forget. De Jong. Luke De Jong. Uh, Luke De Jong, Europa League winner now as well. Yeah. So it, it's it's depressing, isn't it? But I think that the, the Gale one was perhaps a blessing in disguise that we will therefore get something up front um, simply because we need it there. And the, the other one today, which has come through, Dubravka's now injured. Um, Shell, when you when you saw this news break, what what was your first thoughts? I mean, you could look at it with the seeing that the fact that it might just be for a few weeks, or did you see Dubravka's injured, Newcastle are relegated? Well, it's probably somewhere slightly in the middle. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad news, isn't it? Because he's yeah. been, um, he saves us a lot of points this season. Um, you know, the more random players that we've got put together in a squad, the less communication, the less time there is, the more worried you become that we're just going to look even more fragmented. Um, I mean, not surprised. You were just waiting for the next one to roll in, weren't you? But um, he's certainly been a key player. I think might have even been our player of the season. I can't remember. Yeah, he was. He was the official. He was the official club player of the season. We we went for Saint Maximan as a channel, but Dubravka did come in second. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I think people keep pointing out that the the most saves for a keeper is nothing to shout about because it's Newcastle. But um, it's it's not good, is it? But. Um, I mean, I mean, what what do we do, Bestie? Do we do we go for Darlow in there, or do we get Gillespie in now that he's been playing a bit of pre-season? That kind of brings that into focus a little bit, doesn't it? Because I mean, it, I, I think the assumption seems to be that Rob Elliott's, in fact, is Rob Elliott still? He's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. He's Rob gone. Elliott's, yeah, he's he's gone to colour courts and having a nice life. 
I wonder if it's like a Les Ferdinand situation where they're desperately trying to ring him now or what's happened. But he's away. He's he's on the nineteen up there. At the Dilch, come back. <laughs> but, um... Run the Army's race in person at the Pentagon. Army 10-Miler general registration is now open. Go to army10miler.com to register today. General registration presented by General Dynamics. Register today at army10miler.com. It, it kind of, obviously, Gillespie played one of the halves against uh, Crew, didn't he? Did he play the full game? Yeah, he made uh... a couple of good saves as well. Played the first half, first half, Gillespie, second half, Darlow. It, 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 it doesn't necessarily. I mean, I've, I've got nothing against Gillespie. I don't know the first thing about the bloke. Um, he's he, he's obviously very charitable in that he made <laughs> a song to Miggy, um, which we'll come on and do later on, no doubt. Oh yes. But, um, but, but like, if you played in the Premier League and your first choice goalkeeper briefly becomes a fellow who was released by Motherwell, but same <laughs> year, it, yeah, it doesn't strike you with all the con- but there again, De Bruyne wasn't first choice at um, was he Sparta Prague? Sparta Prague, yeah, he was he was he was second choice there, and they told him where to go, and then he, he had that game against Man United, and yeah. and now we, he's getting dropped from his his national team because the the manager's the one who apparently brought the news about this heel injury, which is yeah. which is quite strange, but then. I guess the club wouldn't want any more bad news to to seep out this week. Um, I mean, we've already been hit with the devastating blow that Yoshinori Muto uh, is is potentially looking for a new club, which uh, I know a lot of fans will struggle to come to terms with. Um, again, we're back to Les Ferdinand. But, um, Matty, what is it about Muto that just didn't work? Um, we don't know where he plays, I guess. Um, <laughs> don't think he does. Uh, uh, Everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, um, he obviously got brought in under Rafa. I mean... I'm sure there's plenty of other other people up against him, but I mean, could be seen as probably Rafa's worth signing considering he was bought for £10 million. Um, but again, never got a real run of games in the side. That must be because he's not shown enough off the pitch, whatever. I mean, Steve Bruce did get interviewed about him at the end of last season and said, you know, he's, he's working really hard on the training pitch. He's just not in my plans just yet. He, but, also, called, um, he also called him Mutu, which is which is worrying, which if you thought Adrian was playing for us at one point. So, <laughs> was it? I don't know where Steve said yeah. that. But, um, he, you know, it's a strange one. I mean, he showed, I think he showed little flashes when he played. He was a try-hard, but he was just one of those guys who didn't particularly have enough skill, didn't have enough pace. However, he just looked like he was a try-hard. I'll always remember him for that goal against uh, Man United Old Trafford being in that away end before my heart got broken in the second half. But, uh, you know, it, it's a shame. But, I mean, I think they're going to try and move him on to try and get funds for another player. You've got to, haven't you? I mean, I think we're at that point now where... You know, Gale is out. Carroll's up front. Joe Linton is um, stuck in customs, and and, and I think Muto's time is up. Uh, there's, there's a video that hasn't surfaced yet, but but might eventually. But we said that you know Muto's one of the players that we just have to say, sorry, but the time's up. You know, it's a, I think I would I would say it's a bit of a Daniel Cordone bestie. Would you think the Wolfman? Oh, Cordone. I, I I don't know if I agree because Cordone's day was 20 years ago, and yet he's still. Still revered, he's still, he's still at the club. He's still at the club. He's still, he sold it himself. He, he he sold his earrings to his head, didn't he? That was his thing to get around having to take them off. So he's yeah, somewhere in the pictures, just in the <laughs> in that in the where the roof of the Millburn in level seven used to be. Daniel Cordoni is still there. He just he's the only thing holding it together. There's no mortar. There's no I think I think he's a, I think Daniel Cordoni has been encased in that weird statue of Shearer that's at the <laughs> bottom of the sports bar. <laughs> Um, that I always thought was Warren Barton, which made me really laugh because I was like, why the hell do we have like a, a, a polystyrene statue of Warren Barton as people are walking around? But the, I think Daniel Cordoni is in there. 
Bobby Robson had him put in there and, and he said, right, in 30 years, wake up when times are really bad. Uh, and and this is when Newcastle are in League Two, of course. Daniel Cordelia emerges, same age, and, and bangs him in. Did you hear about that, that charity game he played in where he pretended to be Claudio Canigia? No. <laughs> oh, it was a char- apparently, Canigia couldn't make it through. It said, Cordoni, get here, but don't tell anyone it's you. Just so <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just. I mean, I won't get on to Christian Basidas because that, that'll be the next thing oh, that we go to. That's but... going to send off a tangent, isn't it? I know, yeah. I know. This yeah. about action, everything. Yeah. Let's just talk about classic players for half an hour. Another yeah. half just, an hour. The big sliding um, doors on with Basidas. You got an injury at DC United, and that was that was a sliding doors moment. You, you, you know too much, Bestia. I swear to God. I know. These players just, just disappear for my liking. Um, and, and, and always nice to mention Diego Gavilan, of course, who I've just gone into the dark there. Daniel, the ghost of Daniel Cordoni yeah, he's, he's popped in there. Possessing you. Yeah, yeah, he just came in there. Uh, we'll talk about the currents. Uh, as soon as we mentioned one Argentinian, I think Basidas was Argentinian, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. Fernandez got a goal, but Shell Fernandez might be the man to bring Lionel Messi to Newcastle United. <laughs> Do you think it could happen? Uh, no. But, okay, uh, thanks. Uh, but great, I mean, yeah. no, I mean, nice to dream. Yeah, absolutely. And and to be honest, I'm not going to comment on it any further because after the takeover, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. Mm. I'll wait for him to rock up. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Messi can come to us if if he wants to come to Newcastle. He's he's got to come to us and and prove that he wants it. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, I'd like this. I'd like to just quickly say, um, Mark Gillespie. We've spoken about. He stole the headlines this week because of his <laughs> song "Life Is a Roller Coaster," probably the most apt that you could sing uh, as you join Newcastle United. Uh, I don't know if it was a coded message from the ex-Motherwell man, given that his ex-team are currently in Europa League action tonight. Um, but yeah, Miguel Almiron likes a bit of Ronan Keating and, and Ronan Keating has since asked Mark Gillespie to perform at their uh, their gig in Newcastle. He couldn't make it. Uh, Mark, has, Mark has negotiated uh, a night at the Sage, perhaps, and, and, and we're yet to see. But, um, I mean, is, is this the, the deal that we need? Uh, Matty, do you think Ronan could come and do a job for us up front? Definitely, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark on stage, Ronan up front. Yeah, no, no matter what. He could do a he could, nah. he could do he could do a job up front for, for well him. of course I mean the thing is here that these tweets they're just only words and, yes. and words are all he has um, yes. but isn't it isn't it a wonder that we're getting you know isn't that a key, I'm pretty sure that's a keen son no nah, man swear down it's not <laughs> no, okay right come on Emil don't let yourself down yeah thanks Joe. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay well. <laughs> Look, I just had a picture of you in my mind and I just got distracted. Oh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, Bestie, I'm, I'm waiting on you here. I'm waiting on you. Um, if it, Bestie, actually, you know, you, you're a man who knows your boy bands. If, if you were to take any boy band member of the past, which which one would you have in your team? Any boy band member, it would have to be Jason Orange from Take That. You've got Jason Orange in there? Jason Orange, yeah. For flexibility? He knows the area. His mother used to run a pub in South Shields. Oh, oh, so <laughs> when I talked about the, play, the playing style here. <laughs> See, I was, no, no, I was no, chiming with Louis Tomlinson with actual footballing ability here, but uh... <laughs> I, you know, it'd be Jason Orange because he he'd sell shirts as well for Jason Orange because he's a handsome lad. Yeah, I like the idea of having orange on my back. <laughs> I'm not sure, but um, Shell, realistically, this time next week, um, what would you like to have happened at Newcastle United? 
just I one think, thing that you would like in the next week before we wrap we, up. We need a striker. Can I, that I, happen not, that quickly, though? <laughs> I mean, how long till the season? A week? Two weeks? Two weeks? We're, we're just two, under two, two weeks, weeks now, I think. Two September the 12th, it kicks 12th off. 12th so. yeah. Um, I'd like Steve Bruce to do some more brilliant press conferences about bacon. That's what I'd really like. Yeah. You know, set the bar low. That's what we yeah, like to see. That's uh, all Matt, I'm hoping for. Yeah. Matty, what about yourself? Um, I mean, if we're going to be unrealistic, just to echo Shell's sentiments, yeah, just get a striker in, but I don't know if we can. I mean, don't let's not forget we've got three pre-season games between now and the start of the season against Barnsley, Stoke and Middlesbrough. So let's see Someone's what... Someone's keen, blimey, I tell you what, yeah. I didn't even, <laughs> well, even see... know about Barnsley because Justin Lockwood's getting excited about it because <laughs> it's his real team, don't let, don't let anyone know. But we'll see what joys then they bring. Um, yeah, I know. No, no other injuries, but, you know, we can't expect next season to start off with the goal glut from the defenders again, so... We need goals in the team. We need another winger in the team. We need a left-back in the team, which we were told by the Chronicle isn't a priority at this moment in time, even though we only have one of them. Um, so <laughs> we, we, we'll see what happens. But just I just pray more bodies come through the door and yeah. not many. Well, I'm sure someone's going to have to leave to facilitate more coming through the door, but let's just hope it's the likes of, of Muto and Aaron's. And, you know, we'll, 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 Aaron's, uh, all, the, all the best to them, by the way. But it's just, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. Lee Ryder even mentioned the the fabled uh, combination of wheeling and dealing tonight, and I think that's what Newcastle are going to have to do. Yeah, it's been like a bingo checklist this week of Bosman, wheeling, dealing, over yeah. the line, etc., etc. Uh, I did mention that Janulis. I think he is a left-back, which Newcastle are apparently leading the race for. Uh, but, of course, that means there's six teams in front, which we don't know about. <laughs> um, Be- Bestie, finally, uh, what, what about yourself? What would you like to see realistically in the, in the next week? Realistically, I, I'm going to really echo Matty and Shell here. We, we, we must get a striker in at some point. I mean, I, I kind of... Um, or at least we start looking, you, you know, yeah. you'd think, yeah. you know, linked to... Yeah. I think the transfer window's open until, is it mid-late October? October, yeah. Mid-October, yeah. So there's a little bit of time there, but you by that point, you could be six, seven games in and, and however far adrift you could be. So um, I was reading tonight, apparently they've been offered Troy Deeney. Um, yeah. So I don't know if West Ham West Ham must be trying to, or West Bromwich Albion, or one of them W teams, isn't it? What for? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just naming all the teams that have been offered him. I was like, yeah, West Ham, Wickham Wanderers have been offered him as well. I think whether the services tried to get shot him as well for a little while. Yeah, well, they were pretty understaffed when I was there the other day, to be fair. Uh, there was also a man in the toilet buying extra large condoms, which I absolutely respect. So, it wasn't Troy Deeney. It wasn't Troy Deeney, just before anyone gets worried, you know. More, more disappointment for someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magnum does not lie. Um, yeah, I know. I think um, stri- striker is the most now, but I think that was that was the case even before Gale got injured, even before we we, we lost Joe Linton somewhere in transit. Um, for, I mean, Matt, you mentions the preseason games there. I would like to see us just win them all because I think there's too many times where Newcastle have a preseason where we slip up against a team that we weren't expected to slip up against, and it sends everyone into pandemonium. I think that the the crew game in particular the Carroll goal, even Hendricks signing. I think I started to see Newcastle Twitter come back to life for about an hour and then Gail got injured and we descended back down that slippery slope. So we just need to balance it out now. And, and if it means means winning a few games, of nondescript games, then, then, then so be it. But um, I think we've covered the week at Newcastle United, guys. But we're, we're smiling. Just about. Just, <laughs> just about. 
<laughs> Shell forced that one out a bit more. The, the camera's focused on you right now, so I'm just, I'm just judging it on what Shell's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we'll just t- turn our smiles up a little bit more. But um, yeah, this is going to be a bit of a weekly feature. Um, Jess has joined the channel today, so Jess is going to be uh, on here quite a lot. Uh, yeah, we've got another girl, Shell. We've got another Yay! Soon we will be having our very own Ladies' Night featuring one guy, uh, and I'll be able to ask questions such as, do you all go to the toilet together? This has been extra time thank you for joining us and enjoy keep subscribing let's talk about leveling up your investment game and bringing stability to your portfolio i want to introduce you to phoenix american hospitality in this wild stock market, everyday, hardworking Americans like you and me, we're sick and tired of watching our money disappear. So take a minute and visit Phoenix American Hospitality at PAHinvest.com. Led by experts in the industry, Phoenix American Hospitality buys and then maximizes the profits of world-renowned hotel brands like Marriott, Hilton, and Hyatt, while the rest of America deals with the yo-yo market. Phoenix American Hospitality has paid their REIT investors more than 12% in annualized profits. And it only takes a minimum investment of $5,000 to access their lucrative portfolio. So capitalize on the travel boom and take charge of your financial future. Visit PAHinvest.com today. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Sports Social Podcast Network.